0: Hello, hello, Seeker. Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. Oh my goodness, I am so grateful to be here with you today. Welcome to my crazy kooky little corner of the internet. Hello, fellow Seeker on the path. How are you doing? So excited to be back with this episode. couple things before I launch in. I have not been well if you're listening to this in real time. And if you are also on my Instagram, I've been giving little updates. But I have just just not been well. My family and I have been sick and luckily we are very healthy and we don't often get sick and so it just sucked. It's been, <laughs> you, you know what it's like, it's been four or five days of feeling like I'm just laying in bed and you know your hips are sore from like laying all the time and it's like I just want to get up and be normal and do things and you know just feeling tired and exhausted and in that I've been really practicing giving myself rest, giving myself grace, giving myself, um, just patience as I move through this energetic upgrade, this virus, this whatever's in me. Um, but it's been a doozy. And to any of you parents, or if you are a caregiver of children or something like that, it's really tough to be sick when your kids are also sick or when you have kids at home. And there's no one able to help you because either there's nobody around or you're sick. Um, it's just really difficult. And my husband and I, we tend to like tag team. We got the C word virus, um, you know, a couple years ago. And that was, was all it was. It was like, I'll nap for two hours and you'd be with the kids and we'd switch off. And we did that literally for like 10 days. It was like t- two hours, two hours, just trading off being a team. And so we've had to be doing this again. And I'm grateful I have that team member with me, but man, this is... Is hard. We've both been, you know, just not well and the kids then and they all kind of got it staggered, slightly different symptoms, you know how it goes. But anyway, I have been taking, you know, a lot of days of rest and I'm so grateful for my patient clients, my community, those of you in the Ready to Manifest Challenge, those of you in Healing to Manifest. It has impacted everybody and I thank you so much for your patience. Also here on the show, on the pod, I did not get out the episode last week, the guest episode on Thursday, which breaks my heart because I'm so consistent with these, but don't you worry. It is coming this Thursday and it is so good and I'm so excited. So that's just a little update. Um, You know that feeling when you haven't been well and then as you start to get better if it's like I want to go out and do all the things and I'm not a hundred percent I feel like my stamina is probably I'm still a little bit you know a little less energy but I feel so much better today and today's the first day I'm really eating after so, uh, so many days of just no appetite and today I'm just like I want all the things I'm ready I'm like running to stretch and go for a walk and eat again and all the things so we are back but it has been a doozy how have you been have you hopefully you've been well hopefully you haven't been sick but if you have you know tis the season of all that stuff and it's bound to happen even to the most woke of us right (laughs) just kidding (laughs) being spiritual doesn't mean you'll never get a cold or flu being healthy and strong and strong-minded and yes that can that definitely helps um but it's inevitable. Really? At the end of the day, it's inevitable. So we are back and I'm stoked that we are back. And before I I um, was tuning in to do this episode, I was sitting here for a little bit because I was kind of off my mojo, right? Off of recording for almost a week. And I just wasn't sure what I wanted to talk about today. So I sat here and I had a whole bunch of topics come through that I could talk about and I'm going through and If I'm not a hundred percent sold on what it is, or if it doesn't land in my body, I know some of you will understand, like if the idea doesn't land and go like, yes, then I'm not doing it because that's just part of my integrity. That's just part of how I show up, full capacity. You know, whenever I hit record, whenever I'm teaching a class, it's gotta be right or I I'm not going to fucking do it. <laughs> but as I was sitting here looking through all the topics and then I, I kind of was like, okay. And I started diving into one of the topics like that ah, That would be good and writing, you know, all my notes. And then it just didn't feel right. I'm like, no, let's back up. So I moved my body a little bit, did some foam rolling, put on some beautiful music, took a couple breaths, did a little, you know, my little energy stuff. And spirit, I asked spirit, what do we need to talk about today? And the idea that came forward was so cool and so fun. And then my pen just started going and I took all these notes and it was really, really fun. So today what we're talking about, funny enough, because it came inspired from spirit, is being an intuitive, being a channel. I see manifestation differently than most. I see manifestation differently than most manifestation teachers. Of course, there's overlap. The law of attraction is what it is. So there are some overlaps. There are some places where some of the things I say, I'm sure are similar to some of the things that other manifestation teachers say, but I see it differently. I feel it differently, which I'm going to explain, of course, in this episode. And today, what I want to do is really break down those biggest misconceptions or the places where most people are kind of either being taught it not wrong, but it's just not the full truth. So these things, you know, other teachers and all that, I'm never here to call out or slag on other teachers because manifestation itself is so dynamic. There's so many different aspects that what you have been learning from other people or what The information that's out there generally is good information, but if manifestation hasn't fully been working for you, if it's felt slow or hard, or like you're missing something, I bet you're going to get something powerful out of this episode. So today that's what we're doing. I'm breaking down the five ways that I see manifestation differently due to the fact that I am an intuitive and a channel. So for any of you that are new here, first of all, hey, hey, welcome. Welcome to the show. Again, my name is Talia Joy. I am a medium. I am an intuitive. I am a channel. I'll talk about what that means in a second. Um, and I'm just so excited that you're here, that you found this show. I have been teaching manifestation for over eight years now, and I am obsessed with teaching and guiding and mentoring my clients, my community to create the goosebumps filled life that contains freedom in all the ways we're talking financial freedom, time freedom, freedom, body freedom, mind freedom, because I know that that's probably why you got into manifestation beyond the specific goals you have. You don't want to suffer anymore, right? You want to be free in your mind. You want to be free in your energy and your body, free in your bank account, free in your schedule. And you know what? Me too. Freedom is a core value. Freedom is so important to me. And by learning the art of co-creation, the art of manifestation, that's what we get to create. That's what we get to have. We get to have the freedom to manifest whatever we want to create the life that we desire. And that's what we talk about here on this show. So welcome, my love. In this episode, as I said, it's It's not a different topic because this is intertwined into everything that I talk about, but we're just gonna talk about the straight goods of how most people are getting manifestation a little bit wrong or we're missing certain things. And as I said, being an intuitive, these are the things that now I know or the things that I see differently when it comes to manifestation. So let's talk first of all, what it means to be an intuitive or a channel. I'll just quickly touch on that. So what it means is that I directly communicate to spirit. So when I am with clients, I'm interacting with their spirit team or just um, like the highest source consciousness, receiving messages, downloading messages for them. I can completely take Talia out of the picture and just like basically channel like translate by taking me out and just directly passing on what spirit is saying for any of you that have seen say Abraham or other channels. Um I can also do that with my spirit team and with my channel. But really what this means is that I am always in connection with spirit and hearing, because for me it's clear audience is the primary way I receive my information. That means I hear, I hear spirit. Um I'm always hearing these messages. So I've been doing this for a long time on my own, just within myself for my own life, communicating with my guides, having a very strong intuition, building that further. But then also when I'm interacting with clients, I have the privilege of serving so many clients over the last few years and my clients ask questions or they're stuck or they're sharing with me a certain life circumstance. They're asking questions. And through that work, it's it's actually funny because my client's The fact that I work with clients actually helps to develop my skills and my wisdom because over the years, I swear my clients have asked me almost everything, or they ask these really cool questions of like, even the, you know, one of the last episodes, how do I feel abundant if I'm not abundant? That type of stuff. I've answered those questions so many times from spirit that it's changed my perspective over I don't know, like, I mean, I've been deep diving into being a channel maybe for five, six years, something like that. And so the amount of information I've received on how this life works and how to help my clients through very sticky and like, yeah, what do you do there? Right. It's been so fun and it's completely shaped and shifted my perspective on manifestation because I came into this more just going, okay, law of attraction. If I'm high vibe, I will manifest high vibe. But the, deeper in I get and the more nuanced it gets, it's totally changed my perspective on what manifestation actually is and how it actually works. And that's what we're going to share today. So all of this is information I have received from spirit just for For clarity, um, this is not coming from other teachers. It's not coming from information I read in a book. It is coming from spirit, but then it's also coming from implementing these principles and working with clients and myself, of course, and, and actually seeing it play out in real life. Actually seeing this truth played out over and over again. And then when a client asks me a question, and I can bring to them one of these principles we're going to talk about today, and I see that it helps them move forward. It gives them a missing piece. It's like the blind spot gets filled in. They go, holy, I, that's a different perspective. Or they're able now to do new things, not just keep trying to be high vibe. It, I see them break through. And so over and over again, I've put these principles that we're going to talk about today and these misconceptions and all this, the flip side of them, I've put them in to play. I've, I've implemented. I am my own student. I practice what I preach and I saw a massive difference in my life and in my clients' lives. So that's kind of a backstory on how I came to like how how I get this information and how I see these these misconceptions and where that where the truth that I'm going to talk about today comes from if that makes any sense. So have a little patience with me because I was sick. I hope that I'm making sense today. I hope I'm not a little too scrambled, but I know this is going to be a very powerful episode and very intended for the people that are here listening. So, let's just dive in. Let's stop with the foreplay. Let's go into it. So, I'm going to go through five misconceptions And I'm going to talk about first, like what people think or what we are sort of standardly being taught with manifestation and then actually how I see it. So number one is most people see manifestation or are taught manifestation in a very physical way. So in order to achieve this, you have to do this and this and this, or in order to get healthier, it's changing your diet, it's exercising, it's hiring a trainer, it's doing these things differently, right? Or how do I manifest a business? Well, get a website, get an Instagram, post. And most people see it in the physical plane. They see manifestation as something that happens in the physical. And actually, it is totally energetic. So there is action that we need to take in the physical But if your action is done in a, (laughs) pardon me for this, in a shitty attitude or in a lack attitude, the action does nothing because this is an energetic game. And that is, I see energy, I feel my energy and my client's energy, and I can tell when they are aligned or not. And it really has nothing to do with the action that they are taking. So I've used this example probably now over two years ago on the podcast, but I used to think that self-care was, you know, getting a massage and getting a pedicure and Going on a walk and all that. That is self care. But the energy of self care is something we embody caring for self. That's an energy. That's not just a physical thing. Like, oh, I went to the store and I bought a care for myself. It was on sale. Like, it's nothing you physically hold. (laughs) Manifestation is an energetic game. And the example I used before was about having a massage. And I remember it was now about four years ago, and I'm laying down down face down on the massage table doing a buying like a crazy expensive massage for myself because I should by the way I was struggling with money but I was like I got to give myself self care and if I you know put out be abundance and so that means I'm going to buy a really expensive massage for myself and that's going to help me manifest more money and that's going to have me caring for myself but i was sitting on the on the uh, massage table face down stressing and i remember stressing about the money i was spending secretly hoping my debit was going to go through when we were done thinking how much of a tip can i give her because i don't really have that much and like okay how am i going to do this and all oh, we need groceries and i was stressed i was stressed about my business and it wasn't working and i wasn't making enough money or whatever it was i don't remember if it was the business or what it was but it was like i don't have enough money i'm stressed about money I hope I can do this. And I realized right toward the end of the massage, first of all, what a wasted massage to be stressing the whole time. It's so much better when you're like present and like, Ooh, that feels so good. That's when you really soak it in, right? I was not soaking it in. I was stressed. And at the end of the massage, I realized, wow, this whole thing was not in the energy of abundance Or self-care yes I got myself to the massage table but I was stressed and in lack and in scarcity and in not enoughness the entire time and so I realized right there that that was just one of the times where it really clicked of like whoa Manifestation and self-care and attracting abundance, it's not just what you're doing. If you're not carrying the quote-unquote right energy, then you're not manifesting. You can manifest abundance going on a walk and being the energy of abundance, or you could go on a walk stressed about your bills, hating your ex, stressed about your body, replaying all those things your mom said or your boss said or all the stresses of the world. One walk is going to move you forward. One is not, but it has nothing to do with the walk. The other example I want to give before I move on is food. I used to have an eating disorder for anybody who is new here. It was now um, 15 years ago or so, uh, but it took over like, you know, over a decade of my life. And when I was eating a salad, it, it's quote unquote healthy, right? But I was beating myself up. I was hating myself. I also was only eating the salad because I couldn't let myself eat anything else. I couldn't let myself have something with carbs or something with, you know, fat or something, with whatever it was at the time. And so that was another moment. I didn't realize it at the time, but looking back, I was not healthy, even though I was eating a lot of vegetables or drinking water and cleansing all the time. It was all done in self hate, and it never made me healthier. In fact, it almost killed me, literally. That's a story for another time. But it's not about what you're doing, it's who you're being. And that's the same with your goals. As I said, of course, we take action. If you're a member of On the Path, this week, we're actually talking about micro actions and that's the assignment behind that if you're not a member and you want to join or check it out check the show notes it's the other private podcast that I it's the other podcast I have that's a private one that's much more tangible giving you step by step 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 by step steps yeah let's just go with that step by step steps (laughs) and I actually outline outline on that show and do the breakdown of my entire signature manifestation process over 20 episodes of the process that you can just binge through to understand the entire manifestation process. Anyway, it's not what it's about, but what I was saying is that you can take action. Action is important to create a business. I need to take action to move in the direction of my dreams. I need to take action, but very first, the energy has to be right. So most people see manifestation as a physical thing and it's actually an energetic thing. It's all energetics. Actually, the energy you are being will then lead you to take actions. If you're in, you know, the energy of what you are wanting, or you're open, you're receptive, you're inspired, those actions, those ideas that come from that place are freaking gold. When you're in lack and scarcity and not enoughness and desperation, any action you take at that point is not actually going to move you forward. Okay. Number 2 is most people are saying backing on this physical thing. Most people are saying like what's the right thing to do or what should I do? And so if we're looking to manifest money, again, create a business, get healthier, tra- travel the world, totally transform your life in some way. Almost everybody is going like what should I do? Like what's the right thing? I just don't know what to do from here. What should I do? What are the right thing? Give me the steps, right? There are steps, like you could take a money manifestation course, but again, if your energy is not right, it's not going to work. Anyway, but what I see, instead of it being, what should I do? I want you to start to look at manifestation as a momentum game. So spirit shows me, because if you think of energy, like physical science-y energy, energy comes in swells, right? Like air moves across the country in swells and swirls. The waves go in swells. Things, energy pools, energy creates momentum. A snowball rolling down a hill or, you know, um, water rolling down a roof, it creates momentum as it goes. If you take your foot off the brakes of, say, a bike at the top of a hill, it's going to pick up momentum as it goes down, that is just truth. So I want you to start to think of your goals more like, how can I create momentum toward my goal? Your end result, your manifested vision will come through you creating momentum, creating consistent energy that feeds those goals. So yes, action, but again, the energy behind it is so much more important. So instead of looking at it like there are certain things you have to do or should do to manifest your specific goal? What if, you know, God descended from the sky or your angels descended from the sky and said, there's actually not one way to do it. I just thought of that example. There's more than one way to skin a cat, which is just like, Oh, I love kitties, but there's more than a million ways to manifest. There's more than a bajillion ways to create $10,000. It's not about the way that you need to find the right steps it's about how can i create momentum toward my goal and if you are wanting to get healthier and you start you know really looking at your own energy around health, how you look at yourself, how you treat yourself and then yes, the little things that you are doing in your life, the places you can clean it up, but it's a steady feeding of your goals. Like for me, I used to look at business and go like what should I do to make this money or to get these clients or to be successful. And now I've realized if I show up every damn day in whatever that means, fueling my goals, feeding my vision, even if it's one post on Instagram or it's me practicing what I preach and doing my own practices, it's me connecting with my clients, it's me putting out a masterclass, writing my book. None of these things were something that someone else told me to do to create success. It's me constantly fueling my my goals feeding my goals like a fire and that creates momentum the other thing is as you are going forward and you're doing things, if some, like if you're feeding your goals and you're fueling them with your energy, with your actions, you're doing this stuff and something doesn't feel right, you can then release it and keep doing other things that feel right. Because it's just about creating momentum. And when you create momentum, it will manifest. If you keep acting and being in alignment with your goals, your energy, and then your actions, There's no other option but for it to manifest. So most people look at manifestation as like, what should I do? Like there are some magical steps for exactly what you want and you have to pay someone a lot of money to discover those steps. It's not true. It's up to you to create momentum toward your goal. If you wanted to get fit, think of that example. If you wanted to get more fit or you had a certain fitness goal, every trainer you go to could take you through a slightly different program or a vastly different program. It's like, okay, do you want to do hit? Do you want to do spinning? Do you want to walk? Do you want to hike? Do you want to do yoga? Like there's a million ways, right? But it's about you fueling that goal. If you're drinking water and then you take a yoga class and then one day you do a boot camp and then one day you powerfully choose to rest because that's what's healthy for your muscles. And then you take your magnesium and then you go on a hike. If you keep fueling your goals, you will get there. So don't think of it like there's some magical steps that you need to discover that you're doing it wrong until you discover these steps. No, no, it's just about creating momentum towards your goal. And then you will also be guided as you go through your intuition. Okay. So number three is it, this one's a little bit harder to explain, but when people say like, why isn't it happening? And then they're kind of looking externally to be like, why hasn't my money come in again? Like there's one answer like, oh, it's because you tried to do something, something on a Tuesday. Oh, I didn't know that didn't work. Like there's no physical rule there. So when people are saying like why isn't it happening? What am I doing wrong? What am I missing? What I see in that is we are avoiding the assignment you're avoiding the spiritual assignment and if this rings true as i keep talking about this just know there's no shame before you know this you don't know it and either did i and i was endlessly stuck and blocked going like what the hell's going on i'm doing these things and i got the massage i don't understand why it's not happening um, but when we're asking that type of question, what I see and what I see in my clients, and again, this my clients are badass. They're the most hardworking, devoted, incredible seekers, just like you. It's not that we're trying to do this, but we are often avoiding the spiritual assignment. And this is the thing is if it's not happening for you, there is something that the universe, that life is asking you to grow into or to overcome or to heal or to transcend. And it's actually a spiritual assignment. Like your soul is asking for you as a human to overcome something. So we all have slightly different spiritual assignments. I mean, there's a lot of them that are common, but what I mean is it's not just like, if you have problems with money, it's a, this assignment, there are things because money's often about worth. Um, but it's that you're avoiding the spiritual assignment underneath the manifestation. So with that example, because money is often linked to worth, or at least that's one of the major things that has people, um, manifest it or not. So if we're going like, why isn't it happening? I don't know. Maybe I'm not cut Out for it, and you're looking for all the answers, but you're avoiding the self worth work. You're avoiding loving yourself. You're avoiding healing the parts of you that don't value yourself. So, underneath that desire for money, is a spiritual assignment asking you to claim it, to step into it. So if you're trying to manifest, for example, money and you're doing the money block stuff, and maybe you have your mantras or you've made a little bit, but it's not like quantum leaping and it's just not happening. There is a spiritual assignment there for you that you have not yet seen. So this is really part of the gold that I do with clients. I can pick up on this stuff so quickly with the help of spirit, of course, but we all have these spiritual assignments that are actually moving through us because it's like, it's like a growth assignment. And so if you are dealing with something over and over it's not happening um if you're not working with me or you don't find yourself, you know, with that clarity of what that assignment is, ask yourself, put your hand on your heart and be like, "What is the assignment here?" What? Not what am I missing? Not what am I doing wrong? What is the assignment here? What is my soul asking me to step into? And that is the most valuable question you can ask yourself if you've been trying for a long time. So instead of just like, it's not happening for me or like, I can't do it. There's a growth assignment. There's a spiritual assignment that we have been avoiding. And if you avoid the work, you will come up over and over against the same obstacles, the same looping patterns, the same low confidence, the same self-sabotage, because your soul is asking you to grow. So I hope that that one makes sense. So number four is that people think that manifesting your goals will give you the thing that you want and that seems very obvious right like if i manifest money it's going to give me money (laughs) that's not false that's not wrong but there's more to it when you manifest that thing that you desire backing on this last point it will give you growth it will yes give you the money and yes, when you manifest it, it gives you the thing, right? The home, the whatever. But really, it is is—it is causing you to grow. So as I make more money in my business, it directly correlates with my own growth, my ability to grow through what I go through, my ability to heal, to rise, to accept the spiritual assignments. So I want you to think as of your manifestations as a growth journey and at the end when you manifest the thing it's not just the money you get you also get growth you get a heightened way of living so like in all the clients i've worked with i think of you know the clients that As we work together, they have these radical shifts or clients that have been wanting soulmates, and then they find, you know, partners through our work together or right after, or they're manifesting more money or increasing their business. This happens all the time. Not only is that getting to be the end result that they get more cash or more clients or whatever, but they also grow because they trust themselves more. They're trusting in the universe. They're learning how to co-create. They're learning how to step into that version of themselves. They get to experience more freedom as I talked about right in the intro. They get to experience more freedom because they are now making more money. They get to experience more of themselves. And in that journey of manifestation, they also were learning devotion and commitment and showing up for themselves and healing, right? So that end result, when we're quote unquote there at the end of our manifestation, not only do we have the book selling or the business or whatever, we also have grown. So I want you to also think of your manifestation journey as a growth journey, because if you are not growing through what you go through, it's going to be a long ass hard road to manifest what you want, because the end result is not just the money it's the growth that you are here to experience because spirit actually cares and your soul actually cares more about your growth than they do about the cash or the success. And it's not because they don't love you. It's because first and foremost, that's what's going to determine you having a happy life. And also one that you are in the driver's seat to co-create, meaning you're not a victim to your past or the things you've been through. You're truly learning self and Life mastery, which is growth. So think about your manifestations as a growth journey as well as a physically getting journey. You know what I mean? Which brings me to number five. These all build on each other. So, as a very quick recap, number one, most people see manifestation as physical, I see it as energetic. Spirit has shown me it's an energy game, it's, you know, swells of energy, and that's really what it comes down to. Number two, people are always looking for the right thing to do or the right steps to do, and spirit wants you to know it's about momentum. It's about creating momentum in your life towards your goals. It almost doesn't matter what you're doing as long as you're fueling your desire for more joy, for more abundance, for more freedom, for more well-being, for more health. That's the important part. Number three is when we feel like it's not happening, we kind of think we're missing something. We're doing something wrong or, you know, like it's just not happening. Maybe I'm not cut out for it. It's very physical, but actually spirit saying you're avoiding the growth assignment or you haven't yet realized life is asking you to grow. Where have you outgrown your britches? <laughs> Is that a thing? Something I don't know if I've ever said. <laughs> um, it's asking you to outgrow the pants you're currently in. Okay, these metaphors are just going downhill. I think britches are pants, aren't they? Or underwear? I don't know. Okay, we've gone off track. So if it's not happening for you, instead of it being like, what am I missing? blah, 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 asking yourself, what spiritual assignment? is calling to me. What is my soul calling for? How am I being asked to grow? That's going to be so much more helpful when moving toward your manifestations. And then the fourth one is that manifesting your goals will give you the thing. That's what you do it for is the end result of the thing, right? Um, But really you are also gaining growth. And that is the point that has you manifest more later because you're, physically growing. Well, not physically growing. I'm 5'4". I don't know if I'm going to physically grow anymore, uh, but you're in, internally growing. Your energy's growing. Your mind is growing, right? So it's it's that internal growth that you also get when you manifest. And then number five is similar to number four, but when we think that we are manifesting all these things, to just have the, as I started out saying, the goosebumps filled life with freedom, right? We think we're doing this to create an incredible life for ourselves. We think we manifest so that we can have our dream life. Yes. And what spirit shows me is we manifest to grow our soul. And that's why, backing on number four, that's why there's growth involved because our desires are calling us higher on the growth ladder. Our soul came here to grow, to overcome to heal, to rise up, to remember the unlimited part of us, to remember the source within us, to remember unlimited possibilities and that we are a co-creator here on the path. We came here to truly explode our own limits and transcend our own suffering. And that's why we desire certain manifestations or like all of our goals. We desire those goals because our soul is desiring to to grow so as you overcome, say you're going after money, to make this a little more tangible again, you're going after money and you realize that like, oh wow, I've got a lot of lack and scarcity. And then you start diving deeper into that and you realize that that lack and scarcity came because you were grown up and you, know, you grew up in poverty or you heard your parents say certain things about money or society or whatever. Maybe your soul, most likely your soul has been dealing with that for lifetimes. Often there's generational lack and scarcity that you are being asked to heal. So on a soul level, your soul is asking you to transcend your current limits so that it can grow and your soul can become not bigger in size, but bigger in expansion, bigger in capacity. Your soul becomes more online and in this journey of like you hear people say, old soul, new soul, how you become an older soul, which you already are if you're here, but we're continuously getting older as a soul. You do this by coming into this experience, suffering, desiring something better, Moving through the shit that's in your way that was caused by the suffering, transcending that suffering, turning those fucking lemons into lemonade, manifesting your goal and growing your soul. Your soul grows as you transcend your suffering. Your soul grows as you heal. It remembers more of who it is. It becomes more aligned with spirit and universal consciousness and unlimited possibilities. And that's the actual intention of what your soul came here for. That's why... Your soul cares more that you're growing than you're just attracting all the money. They want that for you. Your spirit team, God in general, or whatever you resonate with, wants you to live free, totally abundant, but not if you're miserable, not if you're hating yourself, not if you're anxious. You're first and foremost called to grow through what you go through, but the important part here is that your specific desires, those things you have on your vision board, those things you have written out in your journal, they are calling you to grow from a soul level. It's not just a physical level like, well, you're going to have to grow if you're going to manifest this in the physical. You're going to have to overcome this and this so that you can have the riches. It's that, but it's also your soul is here to learn things too. And I just kind of want to start wrapping this up by saying, Before you incarnated here, your soul didn't sit there and be like, okay, in this lifetime, I'm going to have a Ferrari and I'm going to make $3.9 million by the time I'm 40. That's just not what your soul came here for. Your soul said, in this lifetime, I'm going to transcend my suffering. I'm finally going to heal those abandonment wounds I've carried for lifetimes or whatever it is for you. Your soul has been saying, or when before you came in here, your soul saying, I'm going to heal the generational trauma of the family before me. I'm going to discover my worth. I'm going to remember the source particle within me. Because that is first and foremost what you signed up for. And all the fancy stuff you want will come as a result of walking the path that your soul signed up for. When you walk the path of self-discovery, when you quote unquote do the work and move through your suffering, that is when you are um, actually in purpose with your soul. You're in, you're in cahoots. No, that's the opposite. You're in alignment with what your soul wants for you. And if you avoid the work, if you shove down the feelings, avoid accepting the spiritual assignment, as I've been talking about, you continue to run up against the same problems over and over because you're not on, quote unquote, on your soul's plan. You're trying to bypass that stuff just to get other things, which no shame. There's nothing wrong here. It's realizing this. So, It's not just about creating an incredible life. It is that. That is totally one aspect of the end result. It's like a freaking freedom life. Like that is really part of the end result. But that's not the full picture. Your soul came here to grow. That's also the end result. Every single time I manifest, I, I end up you know, clearing stuff within me, becoming the embodiment, accepting a new level of the assignment. And then all of a sudden my income increases. All of a sudden my creativity goes through the roof. All of a sudden I feel healthier or I'm releasing pain or I'm discovering new like um, supplements or things for my body. Like basically I'm getting answers. I'm manifesting every time I go deeper into the work, into expansion, into growing through what I go through. So the end result of all of this is yes more money and freedom and you know travel and all these fun things but while i'm doing all those things now i am a more grown person. I'm more grateful. I'm more present. I'm more patient. I'm more happy. I'm more optimistic. I remember going on vacations years ago and just hating my body the whole time, stressing about money the whole time, like the face down on the massage table. That's not the point. That's not what your soul wants for you. They are more than willing, your spirit team and spirit in general, more than willing to give you more than you could ever imagine. If you're one of the rare ones that are willing to do the work and the work is mostly just about overcoming your own internal stuff and transcending your suffering. They're waiting for you to really activate and claim your power and your ability to co-create. So that number five again was we don't just do this to do to create an incredible life. The end result is not just the incredible life, it's also our soul's growth and us becoming older and older and wiser and wiser souls, becoming closer to spirit. Our gifts come online. We become, the veil becomes thinner. We're more living in co creation, feeling spirit, feeling our essence, feeling our soul more often. That's truly the end result that your soul's looking for and what your spirit team or spirit in general wants for you. So I hope that all of this made sense, my love. And I hope that this served you today. I know this one was really spiritual and woo woo, but you know, this is the way that I see life. And these are my gifts. This is what makes me different from every other manifestation teacher, because the law of attraction is the law of attraction. We can mess around with that all day, but me Personally, I am here to activate those soul, those souls that are ready for more on that deeper level that know that they are ready for more on that deeper level. The ones whose souls are calling them and they're starting to hear it more and they're wanting more fulfillment and purpose and joy. And yes, of course, abundance and the material stuff that we want. We get to have both. We get to play with both. So I hope again that this served you, my love. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have a nudge to work together or to work more closely with me, check the show notes below. We have Quantum Leap Your Life coming up next. I also have a two-day deep dive virtual retreat coming up that has not been released yet, so you can stay tuned on Instagram or on my email list for that. And if you are a high-level driven seeker ready to do this one-on-one, you can always reach out to me. All the links are below. You can find me on Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation. I believe I have a spot or two for one-on-one mentorship opening up February, 2024. So I cannot wait to connect with you in the future. I will see you in the next episode, my love. Talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning into the show. I truly hope that it served you and it means so much to know that there's seekers out there like you on the path, really willing to give it your all and go all in. And if you do find value in the show, I would be so honored if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really actually makes a huge difference to the success of the show and I just love seeing your words and being supported. So thank you so much. The link for that is in the show notes and also down there, you'll find some links for some free gifts.